For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Today with uh, Bobby Kelly about the soundtrack to Cocktail. Yeah. He tried to tell me it wasn't a great soundtrack. Are you kidding me? Those are my exact words. I said to him, Aruba, Jamaica, oh, I want to take you. <laughs> Don't forget but the hippie, hippie shake. Hippie, hippie shake. The yeah, other uh, great George's Headlight song. Yep. Addicted, Addicted love. love. Yeah. Yeah. This guy. So I, uh, we, we argued over that. We, we had these guys on, Sean Donnelly and Andy Fiore. They're two comedians who have a pretty interesting podcast called Defend Your Movie. I think you would like it, Calvin. Mm-hmm. It is, it is uh, you pit one movie against the other in similar, similar type movies, and then you have to defend why your movie is better. So uh, we, <laughs> I, I didn't understand the concept. I thought we had to defend our own movie, so I was going to pick Cocktail. And then uh, Bobby came with First Blood, the original Rambo movie. Okay. And I, I can't pick Cocktail against First Blood, so I had to reach at the last second for it, and I went. I just pulled the original Young Guns out and then just got demolished because First Blood was such a better movie. But that's the thing. Like you would, pull, you would pull a movie out, a cheesy movie from maybe the 80s or the 90s, and then I would pull one that's similar but better than that one. And that, and then we ended up parlaying that into. Let me all right. So let me ask you this question. All right, Kelly Clarkson, Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears, or Jessica Simpson in their prime. Overall, who is the most successful out of all of them? Oh, the most successful. Okay, I thought you were talking about hottest. Well, we had to break it down to categories because it was hottest. It was most number one hits, and then uh, most. Who you'd most like to take a long car ride with? Because mm-hmm. Bobby is obsessed with Kelly Clarkson, and I think that she's on the last on my list of all of those things, except car ride. Because I wouldn't want to be in a car with Britney Spears. Uh, I would say Kelly Clarkson up there for best singer out of those four. I think Christine Aguilera probably number one. I don't know. That's a close. That's a close one. And so, two. I like her voice probably better. Like, because Christina does all those runs and stuff, and she. But we did who had the most. We did who who had the most number one singles, and it was pretty tied between Kelly Clarkson and Christina Aguilera. Uh Because Christina Aguilera, in addition to having, uh, you know, some big hits, she also has some Spanish hits that were number one. Mm -hmm. So she's very successful there. And uh, same thing with Kelly Clarkson. Then she did The Voice, and Kelly Clarkson did uh, The Voice and her own talk show. So uh, as far as. Success. They were pretty even there. Um, Jessica Simpson won for most natural beauty, though. She, she, I think, was the hottest one. Uh, I got to be honest with you. In her prime, Britney Spears is number one for me. Really? Yeah. I know. Yeah, I, I like Jessica Simpson, and I'm talking about uh, Dukes of Hazard, Jessica Simpson. Yeah, I mean, uh, listen, I'm not mad at her. Right. You know. Uh, by the way, I'm looking at the uh, soundtrack for Cocktail. Uh, Bobby's just an idiot. Listen yeah, to this. Just real quick. Happy. I'm just going to roll through real quick. Listen. 
Little Richard, classic. Addicted to Love, Robert Palmer. Great song. The Big Bopper. Hello, baby. Chantilly Lakes. The Big Boppers. Hippie Hippie Shake. Which I don't think was actually sung in the the, uh, movie. Fabulous Thunderbirds. Powerful stuff. Powerful stuff, yeah. Kokomo. The Beach Boys. Huge hit. Don't forget about this. Don't worry. Be happy. Bobby McFerrin. This was the thing I think that made Bobby the angriest. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, the Everly Brothers around there, Buddy Holly. I mean, he's ridiculous. Then I said, better soundtrack, Cocktail or Dirty Dancing? Ooh. Dirty Dancing? Dirty Dancing had some great old songs on it. And then it had, I'm here, time of my life. One day Yes, I swear it's a true and I'm You also had the Ronettes, Be My Baby. Oh, so many good old songs. Frankie Valley, Big Girls Don't Cry. How are we How are we not starting this with How are we not starting this with Patrick Swayze and she's like the wind? Well, I was going through uh, in order of them, but yes. Oh, my God. By the way, a lot more songs also on the Dirty Dancing soundtrack. I would love to. I will never be able to pull this prank off, but I'd love to record the karaoke version of this song in all seriousness and give it to my wife for our anniversary. (laughs) She would vomit on it and give it back to me. I just, I thought I was feeling it, and I wanted yeah, to sing it for you. this is raw emotion. By the way, I would like to point out, you and I did not talk about what the open letter topic was. We never do. And constantly, we touch on it before the open letter. It's so crazy. <laughs> we did that. We never, I never know what the open letter is about until you do it. Sometimes, if something happens to us over the weekend or something, I have a feeling it's going to be about that, but, but this I don't know. this literally was out of the... Like, just out of the air, and uh, we started talking about it, and this is so crazy. All right. Let's get to it. Ladies and gentlemen, he does it every Wednesday. A brand new open letter from Galvin. And now, an open letter from Galvin. This is an open letter to Britney Spears. Wow. Dear Britney Spears, seriously, what happened? I mean, besides, you know... The last 20 years. So Britney isn't the super hot, mega famous 18-year-old anymore. No. You know what she is now? She's the 38-year-old, twice-divorced mother of two. In other words, she's gettable. Listen, I'm not one to make fun of someone with mental illness. I'm just saying that there is something about Britney with her two-day-old eyeliner, gas station bathroom, bare feet, and fake hair that I'm sure smells like cigarettes and whatever the female equivalent to Axe Body Spray is. <laughs> In a blink of an eye, Britney Spears went from the hottest chick on the planet to a mom that beats her kids in the middle of Walmart and no one stops her because they don't want Mama Bear to attack them. So let me float this out there. Things are going great for Britney. She's super hot. She's super, super famous. It's 2003. And at the MTV VMAs, 
stupid Madonna tries to be relevant and kisses Britney Spears during a live performance. A short four years later, Britney Spears shaves her head, puts her hood up, and becomes the emperor from Star Wars. (laughs) Way to go, Madonna. Let's face it. Ever since Madonna kissed Brit Brit, it's been downhill ever since. Now, Britney can only communicate with us through Instagram. And what does she do? Plead her case? Explain what's going on in her life? Nope. She does crazy dances, outfit changes, and then puts on a bikini, talks in a little girl voice, and tells us a list of things we need to have when we go to the beach. (laughs) Maybe her family's right. Maybe she can't take care of herself. Her lawyer says talking to her is basically like talking to someone in a coma. But I don't care what anyone says. If she gets in front of a judge, and no matter what question that judge asks her, if she answers, it's Britney, bitch, then I declare she is in perfect order and can take care of herself. Long live Britney Spears. I'm Galvin from the Mike Kelta Show, and this has been an open letter to Britney Spears. Here, here, Galvin. Long here, here. live Britney. Long live Britney. Poor Britney. What happened? Oh, 20 years happened. <laughs> 20 she nuts. 20 uh, hard she years. Exhausted. She's nuts. Britney alone. <laughs> She's nuts. Alone. She's got problems. She's Definitely nuts, but nuts. I think it's because being in the industry so young and... Oh, yeah. Just, that was all yeah. added to it. I mean, she was probably not stable to begin with, and then, you know, 15 or 16 years old, they're like, yep, now you're a sex symbol, and every... Guy in their thirties wants to bang you, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, and by the way, here's Justin Timberlake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now she cheated on him, right? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's what Crimey River was about. Really? Yeah. Am I? Did I make that up? I hmm. think so. Google it. I believe that Justin Timberlake wrote Crimey River to Britney Spears because she cheated on him. Or was he saying, cry me a river, like, you were an idiot? Did she know. leave him? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, the Timberlake and Scott Storch wrote it, and uh, it was inspired by Timberlake's former relationship with singer Britney Spears. Yeah. But it doesn't say that he wrote it, could she? Read, read on. Yeah. Read on. Reading, reading, reading. By the way, let's point one out for the old guy. Well, you got nothing yet. Oh, I got I know. I'm halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> now, who did, who did he, she cheat on him? That's yeah, Cry Me a River is about a broken-hearted man who moves on from his last girlfriend who had cheated on him. Is it better line? Oh. Is that later on? I think that was later on. And that was more of a ha-ha for him. He was like, yeah, cool, whatever. Do you want that guy? All yours. Well, remember, she she ran off and married the, the one kid in Vegas. Jason Alexander. Yeah. Yeah. And they got an old, like, a week later or something. Yeah. That guy was like, hey, man, Brittany called me the other day. She's losing it, but I'm going to bang her one more time. Mm -hmm. Choreographer Wade Robson. Let's see what he looks like, Joe. Wade Robson. Isn't that the dude that was diddled by Michael Jackson? Yeah. Didn't he die? What? Is he dead? No, he's not dead. I think we're confusing people. He's the dance. He was like the dance uh, choreographer That's for like In Sync and Britney yeah. He Spears. was one yeah. of the ones that was diddled by Michael Jackson. No yeah. way. Or That's allegedly. what she hooked up with. Yeah, that's yeah. what it says. Let me see what he looks like. Is he good looking? Is he better looking than Justin Timberlake? Probably not. I remember back in the TRL days, he was always in the videos, making the video on MTV and stuff. Well, Gio, I do not expect you to be a a, a TRL guy. I was like everybody was when yeah. like not late nineties. Really. 
Not everybody. They played Limp Biscuit, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Limp Biscuit was always in the top ten. Damn right. Uh, let me grab some phone calls. Let's go to Darla. Good morning, Darla. You're on the Mike Calda Show. How are you? Hi. Good morning. Can you hear me okay? Sure can. Oh, great. Well, I wanted to say that the, the best movie uh, soundtrack uh, to think about today is The Big Chill. Heard it through the grapevine, My Girl. Yeah, but that's almost unfair because there were no original songs on there, and they were all just classic hits from that era. Yes, good to listen to, but not good to compare. Because, <laughs> whoa. Oh. All right, thank you, though. You, you know what I'm saying, Galvin? The, uh, the, yeah. Uh, they just took a compilation. That's like Good Morning Vietnam was a great soundtrack, but it was all just old songs. Best song made for a movie. Ooh. Ghostbusters theme. I mean, that's pretty good, and that was made for that movie. I would put this out there for sure. Yeah. I got one that goes along those lines, too. I thought you were going to play the one I was thinking of. Well, Eye of the Tiger, for sure. What do you got? Oh, uh... One of the... I watched it. <laughs> well, I, watch I don't it know. What, hold on, I don't know what you're doing. I thought it was Hawaii Five O, but what? No, are you? that's. Bum, 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 yeah, what are you doing? I said. I know what it is. <laughs> what is it? It's the Top Gun song. Highway to that was not Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, opening notes. <laughs> Spanish new. That's how you said. No, you want no. <laughs> I, I said it in Spanish identified it. How could it be wrong? Because he's garbage. <laughs> what? How does that make me garbage? Because I know Michael's voice notes. No, he meant you're garbage for other reasons. <laughs> oh, okay. Also. That's understandable. Hold on. You ready? Play it. That's what, what, it was the, what are we doing different? <laughs> A lot. <laughs> yeah, you're going. And it's oh my bum, God, bum, 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 play. That's how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Whose is it, Carmen? Who did it? I'm not a music person. Oh, I... you're uh, the worst. No, I just just I... go home. Just go to okay. North Carolina. Peace. Get out of here. <laughs> Terrible. Threaten me with a good time. She's afraid to say it with you in the room. I just don't know music. I'm the most least musically inclined person in here. Daily beloved. <laughs> Remember that? Where you were totally wrong? Uh, what? What? <laughs> Why uh, this is another good one. Prince. I got to tell you, if you're going for best song uh, written for a movie, you can't go wrong with Kenny Loggins. Oh, that's true. Okay, Jack. Footloose. Yeah, Footloose. You got Footloose, you got Caddyshack, you got what else? So many soundtracks. And also for Geo, you got uh, Behind Blue Eyes. Oh, yeah. Like a... mm-hmm. Good stuff. Uh-huh. Now you're getting closer. No, I said the same thing every time. No, now you're wrong. You went, no. you went the wrong way. I feel like Mike's adding an extra bounce. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you. I'm not charging you for it. Be happy with him. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and I wondered if the sequel is ever going to come out. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, they pushed it back. Yeah, did oh. you see what they're doing with James Bond, the new James Bond movie? They're just going to release it, I think, on uh, for streaming. Yeah. So I watched the end of Top Gun. So Maverick goes out. They send him a Top Gun. It's Maverick and Goose versus Iceman and Slider. And Iceman and Slider are clearly technically the best. But uh, Maverick is really better than they are, but he's a little chaotic. And then Maverick's partner dies in an accident where they rule uh, against it being Maverick's fault. And then at the end, Maverick saves the day when he shoots the MiGs down. And he defends Iceman, and they all come back, and Iceman says to him, what, Calvin, do you know the line? You're reckless. No, at the end, he says, oh. hey. And everybody stops and looks, he goes, you could be my wingman any day. Oh, but dude, I, and he looks at him, and he goes, I guess. no, you could be my wingman. Mm-hmm. And then they hard hug each other. Yeah, <laughs> hard. Hard, man. Yeah. Oh, hard. Hard so hard. Yeah. Uh, by the way, also, don't forget about this. <laughs> Comes in. It's fading in. I know what it is. No. Huey Lewis? Yep. Back in time. I mean, come on. This is a good song. in time. That's a good song. Underrated Huey Lewis song. Uh, let me go to Bruce. Bruce, good morning. You're on the mic. Out the show. What's up, Bruce? Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Um, what I noticed this morning about these calls, that people calling about their political opinions, which are clearly their opinions, the first guy called, said whatever he said, and he may have been wrong or whatever. The second lady calls. The first thing out of her mouth is an insult. You know, you and I have personally communicated on Twitter before, and I've disagreed with you. You've disagreed with me. But if the first thing I said to you was, man, you need to check your drug, you probably would have never responded to me. Yeah. Which is clearly an insult. So how are we supposed to go anywhere if that's where we're at? I mean. Uh, here's here's the thing. I'm not defending her, but I think some people think when they call the show that they want to be, like, silly, funny because it goes along with the show. So her saying he was on drugs, I think, it was just her trying to soften up her call. But you're right. Uh, I, I'm going to tell you, if you write to me on Twitter or anywhere else and you say, uh, I disagree with you, I think Trump is a criminal and I think Biden's great, but whatever you say, it doesn't matter. I go, I'll go. i either go, okay, cool, thanks, or I'll just say, cool, I'll read it and ignore it and whatever. There's no need to respond. But the day you write to me and you go, you're an idiot because or you're I'm disappointed in you or yes then I go then I just block it I go go if you're so disappointed in me then you'll never have to see me again you don't have to worry about it but you're right there's a way to communicate with people and people are a little bit sensitive at this time uh and and I appreciate I don't know what what we talked about Bruce but evidently it was enough for us to have a good conversation well I asked you once what's your uh I asked you point Blake what's your problem with Obama's administration was and you responded back the Iran thing and uh there was something else was going and, after uh, the ammunition I and clearly all disagree, stuff. but I mean, I wanted to know what it was. You know, I didn't call back and say, well, you're clearly wrong about this, even though I, I do think you're wrong about it, but you think I'm wrong about it. But if we're never going to talk if we can't act like we're face-to-face. And if we're not talk, 
when people are talking face to face, they don't throw insults at each other like that. Generally. Right. Right. But, you're you're 100 you know, percent right. And the other thing also is, I don't think you're wrong. I just don't agree with you. I don't know exactly, really. Yeah. I don't know. And I think if more people thought like that, I don't always think I'm right. But I know how I feel about something, and I know I, this is what I'm going to do, and this is why. And if you want to have an opportunity to tell me, uh, well, let me tell you why I'm, I disagree with you. I'll listen to you, and I may see your point. I may not. That's it. That's a conversation that we had, and that's how people communicate. I don't automatically walk away going, that guy's wrong, that guy's an idiot. I just don't feel the same way you do. And if we respected each other a little bit more in that aspect, we'd probably get a lot more things done. Absolutely. Appreciate I mean, the call. As much as I did not like Reagan, him and Chip O'Neill got along pretty well. Yeah, and got <laughs> stuff done. Yes, sir. Thank Appreciate you. the call, Bruce. Thank you, sir. Uh, Pat knows about the new Top Gun. What's up, Pat? No, no, no. It's not about the new Top Gun, but I oh. wanted to. I don't know if you guys ever noticed in that final scene that you were talking about, Mike, where he says, "BS, you can be mine." Right. Andy Dufresne, obviously, before he went to jail, but yeah. Andy Dufresne is standing behind him. Oh, yeah. on the aircraft carrier. He is Merlin. He is uh, he is uh, Maverick's um, uh, rear in the final scene when it because yeah, Maverick rare. loses Goose and and Andrew Frayne replaces uh, uh, Ma- uh, Goose, which is not true. No, Mer- because Merlin was black. Maybe no, no, Tim Robbins was Merlin. Yeah, you- Lieutenant you sure? Sam Wolf- Wolfman was a black guy. Lieutenant Sam Merlin Wells was Tim Robbins. Yeah, Wolfman mm-hmm. was the black okay. guy. My bad. Yeah. yeah. All right, I got you. Thank you, sir. Appreciate Which is uh, not factual because there's no way Tim Robbins could fit in that plane. No. He's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, especially compared to uh, Tiny. I've stood next to Tim Robbins before. He is a giant. Mm. Uh, let's go to Other Pat. Other Pat, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. You're talking about um, m- uh, movie music. Soundtracks, is there any yeah. song that uh, evokes more emotion than the Imperial March? I would say that is the greatest uh, theme, the, you know, instrumental, any, any sort of um, symphonic music uh, is, there's nothing better. It just implies uh, doom. Mm-hmm. You know that whatever's coming. It has become coming is, used to designate evil across yep. the board. I tried yeah. to, I had this argument with my, with my son. See, so what's your full name, Patrick? Yes. Irish guy or just a family name or what? Yeah, I'm a wee bit Irish there. Yeah. Got a brother, Mike, and a sister, Molly, you know. Okay, so my son is Joseph, after my Uncle Joe, we're Italian, and I was explaining to him that my first name that I wanted for him was Darth, and uh, everybody laughs, but I was dead serious. Now I looked at my son, and I go, now look at you. You you play football, and you play hockey, and in hockey, you're known for being a fighter, so imagine you were a professional hockey player, and every time you came out on the ice, they just played the Imperial March. Oh, I mean, how great would that be? That'd be the most off. Yeah, and he didn't like it. So thank you, Pat. Well, thanks for the show, guys. All right, buddy. I, I, so imagine... Shut it for a second, y'all. So imagine my son plays for the Lightning, and Steve Stamkos goes out, and he scores a goal, and then after the goal, the other team roughs him up. They knock him down, he gets back up, they push him around, the ref blows the whistle, and then there's a line change. And coming on, coming over the wall is Darth Calta. The place would go insane. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Or is he's going to the penalty box? Yep. Uh, all, the, all the marketing tie-ins. Oh, my God. Did you know oh, they'd man. have to put him in the movie somehow? Oh. Yeah. So good. My wife ruined that. She ruined it. Mm. Oh. Now what do you get, Joe? 
<laughs> a name that I still picked. All right. Uh, let's go to, wow, all these phone calls are coming today. Let's go to uh, D-Wayne. Dwayne, good morning. You're on the Mike Calta Show. Morning, sir. How you doing? What's up, buddy? Just want to let you know I want to throw my two cents in for the best soundtrack ever. I believe it's Iron Eagle because Ronnie James Dio is on that Joker. <laughs> Iron Eagle is another another flight movie, isn't it? That's, uh, yeah, that was um, Lou Gossett Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I did, wonderful I soundtrack. I don't remember it, but uh, thank you. I appreciate the call, Dwayne. Yes, sir. Uh, Travis, good morning. Hey, Mike. What's up, hey, Travis? Mike, how are you doing this morning? What's up, buddy? It's interesting that uh, that Danger Zone was almost not even involved with, with Top Gun because Judas Priest had a song off their Turbo album called Reckless, and they were going to use that in, in place of or, or as priority, but Sony wouldn't let them use that song only on the Top Gun soundtrack. Judas Priest wanted to put it on their album. And if they, they said no, we're not going to we're not going to give it to Top Gun unless we can put it on the soundtrack and on the Turbo album. And it came into a big uh, big scuttlebutt. Next thing you know, they're looking for a new song, and that's how Top Gun came to play. I don't, danger zone came to I don't play. know Reckless. Let's listen to Reckless and decide if this is a song to be played as fighter jets are, are scurrying to the sky to take on Migs. Let me uh, see real quick. Oh, I Here heard it tap, is. Tap, tap, I thought you were. Yeah, no, up. I was. Ahead, I yeah. was pulling up. Here's Reckless by Judas Priest. Jets flying over it. Usually. Yeah, I think I think you have uh, them doing, doing maneuvers and stuff, yeah. but I don't see this as a hit song like. Yeah. Thank you for the information. Very nice. Um, let me talk to line one. Line one. Good morning. You're on the mic. Out the show. Hello. Oh, Jesus. Hi, Sugar Plum Mike. Why are you Why are you talking to Jesus first? <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, well, I I don't know. But do you want to make a, a bet with me? Sure. Okay, this is the bet. You watch three consecutive episodes of This Is Us. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't make you think it's good, I'll get a tattoo of Jesus Christ over my heart. Nope. I'm not interested in either one of those things. Why? One, because I don't want to watch This Is Us, and I'm not saying it's not good, I just don't want to watch it. And two, I don't want you to get any more tattoos. I think the ones you have are, are sufficient. Okay, all right. I, I just, anyway, can I come to on November 4th, Side Splitters, with you? Does, does your husband, what does he say about the tattoo of my face on your ass? He, he, he knows it, and he, he doesn't, he could care less. He's, he's happy, I'm happy. I'm happy you're happy, too. And, yes, you can come November 4th to Side Splitters. Can Wally take me? Because he can't take me. I don't know. I don't know that Wally. I can't speak for Wally. Can I get a hold of Wally? Can you just remind me the week before and, I, you know, like that, like on Monday and we'll figure it out? Sure, baby. I don't know that. Stop. Mm. Stop. All right. All right. <laughs> you're weirding me out and turning me on at you're, the same time. Pat. You're trying to tell her you're on the air right now and that that's saved for your guys' private calls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll call you after the show, Patty. <laughs> okay. Love you. Bye. Right, bye. Love you. 
Who is on the hotline? That is the great Ronnie D. Let's talk to Ronnie D. Ronnie D? Good morning. First of all, can I apologize for something? Uh, yeah, sure. I did not wish you a happy birthday. I missed your birthday. And I'm and then the next uh, day I was like, I'm going to text uh, him, and I forgot to text you, too. Happy happy belated birthday, buddy. Why, thank you. It's all good. Real friends don't care about that stuff. It's not a problem. Right. I understand. But Facebook now shoves it down our faces, so it also lets us know when we've missed a birthday and we feel incredibly guilty about it. I was thinking also the other day how long I've been friends with Ronnie. It's been a long time that we've been friends with each other. You know, these are the types of conversations that make us feel old when you start saying, man, you know, we known each other for 25 years. I'm like, oh, my God, I, I have shirts yeah. that are older than that. Now I really feel old. David Wells' son, Brandon, called me the other day, and I was like, I don't I don't think this is the first time we ever talked on the phone or communicated on the phone. And they moved to San Diego the last time I saw him. He was a little kid. Now he's a man. You know what I mean? It's just like, what? where did time go? How did we get so old? But anyway, what's up, man? What do you guys got going on? Well, what's up is, first of all, I will gladly oversee and produce your She's Like the Wind anniversary <laughs> karaoke. <laughs> oh, man. I don't want to make my wife vomit on both of us. It's truly inspiring. Secondly is, Top Gun Soundtrack had Mr. Mr. Broken Wings, which it is did? a song that, yeah, that is killer. That's one That's of my favorites. That's a great faves. song. That's a great song. Love that song. Uh, and speaking of birthday, I am fighting the Facebook algorithm for my birthday party, which is going to be tomorrow night at the attic at Rock Brothers in Ebor. But being that Facebook is so weird, if you write, it's a music event, it's a show, uh, hey, everybody, let's get together and have a party, the algorithm just squashes it. I don't know what's up with that. Well, that's weird. So, so we want to invite everybody, including you, to come out. Tomorrow night at the Rock Brothers, we're going to have three bands. It, it's all the family, Prima Familia squad. It's going to be AJ. It's going to be Justino. We're all playing in each other's bands, and it's going to be a rock and roll Halloween party tomorrow night. Oh, I, I got to tell you, normally I'd be like, I can't do that. I got to, but we're off for the next two days. Mm -hmm. That's right. Maybe we can. Maybe I can do that. Well, we would love to have anybody down there. At this point, there's been like. Nine people have even liked the advertisement, uh, and we're trying to make it. It's going to be the unofficial Tampa Bay Rays return home party. We're expecting all the Rays players. We're going to have Brady and Gronk and Antonio uh, from the Bucks. Everyone's going to supposedly be there. Right, uh, subject to change. Um, that's at the yeah. Attic Brothers tomorrow <laughs> night. Uh, that I'll tell you what, that place is beautiful. That's uh, that's above what? It's on the. It's upstairs from something. Yeah, it's right down there in in Ebor. It's it's upstairs. It's going to be awesome. But it's a and classy I think even place. Donald Trump might come. <laughs> it's a it's a classy, <laughs> nice place. Nice bar. They make good drinks there. And uh, if you want to go see some good live music, if you've been thinking about getting out and you've really been missing it, these are the best people in the area to do that. Uh, Ronnie is, uh, you know, Ronnie's been on this show for a long time, and uh, his son AJ super talented. And uh, go see them all together. And Justino, Justino's unbelievable. So go see these guys on stage together tomorrow night. Attic Brothers, Ebor City, kick off the uh, Halloween weekend with your first Halloween party. Uh, good, Ronnie, I got to tell you, I wouldn't mind coming out tomorrow night. I might actually try and do that. Please do. I'll tell you what. In Soundcheck, we will learn she's like the wind for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll handle it a cappella. Don't worry about it. I'm good. And then uh, we're going to learn against all odds by Phil Collins for you, too. I think we owe you that one. I mean, 
that I could sing violently right now and make everybody cry. <laughs> All right, uh, well, Attic Brothers, so go see these guys tomorrow. Ronnie, good talking to you, pal. All right, have a great day, and uh, yeah, and also, I will always love Britney Spears, so thank you, thank you, Galvin. Yes. <laughs> see you, brother. See you, Ronnie. Uh, honestly, uh, love that guy, and he—they are great musicians. You'll get to see Ronnie's kid is just super talented, and Justino's performed on our show before, and Justino wrote the song about Carmen's uh, tattooed butthole. Yes. Yeah. Right. So uh, if you're looking to get out and see some live music, uh, go do that tomorrow night. That attic uh, place. I don't know if you've been there, Calvin. Have you been there? No, I haven't. Yeah, you would like it. It's a, it's an intimate uh, place. It's big enough, but it's interesting. Isn't that where uh, Jason Beeler yeah. was? Yeah. Yep. That's the last time I was there to see uh, Jason Beeler. Uh, all right. We must take a break. When we come back, can we play a little Whose Tweet Is It? Uh, I don't think I have enough for that. You son of a bitch. Hey, do you people got a tweet. You s- all right. Well, we'll play something when we come back. All right. All right. Uh, it is the Mike Keltish. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.